Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney. Make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Well, you talk about screaming, yelling, and cheering. This crowd's going to be doing a whole lot of that with this next matchup. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We have the number one contender match. Now, how we got here was a little different. We were supposed to have an Inner Geekdom Championship match between the current champion, Kevin the Smasher Smets. That's right. And the number one contender, the former champion, the amazing Mara Kanopic. Now, if you watch the, the awards, there was a circumstance that Marge is not physically right now able to compete. Um, she will be back in action soon. We're hoping between February and March. We're hoping. We're going to keep a, an eye on it to see that match will happen. But because of that, it left a spot here. Now, Dan Merle had made it clear at one point that he just wanted to focus on teams. He's the current team's champion and that he was going to go in and intergeek him. He said, I'm out of singles. I've won the title three times. When the opportunity arose, because he was... He, in the rankings, he defended the title when he, when he won it last time. He had an opportunity to, to face in a number one contender match. It arose. He said, you know what? I'll do it. And Bibiani was the one to face. And Bibiani goes, well, yeah, I'll do it. But I'm also going to use that number one contender match that I won, and I'm going to give it to my teammate. What a guy. And he did that, and now we have a triple threat match here today. Made this match more entertaining, made New York a lot more fun, and we're about to get it on here in the movie Trivia Schmodown. And we'll show you exactly how we got to where we are. Right here. Boy, what a five-round extravaganza of movie trivia. You know how we have in this showdown. Who plays astronaut Ed White, Neil Armstrong's friend and neighbor in First Man? Three. I'm not going to jump. Two. Giovanni Ribisi, I don't know. And your winner! And move! Knocking out the kid. He was laying in bed this morning, could barely get up, and he did just that and knocked the kid out. And your winner, Ben I knew today when I woke up, I knew today was my day. I just knew it was. Winners always win in the end, but it's all about who's left standing. And guess what? That's us. I guess I'm not quite ready to take that next step uh, in singles. The start of the season, 
you, you had one loss, but by but by the end of the season, look at you. You've had you've had like you're having championship matches. What's a better story to have all the belts going in and nowhere to go but down, or to all of a sudden now you're the underdogs again and need to build yeah. themselves back up? Get ready because there's no more underdog story anymore. The underdogs are the ones that are coming for you and they're coming for you every single day. People can say what they want to say, but they'll never be able to take this away from me. I mean, those are three, those are three, Mark, three solid, solid competitors that we're going to see in this triple threat number one contender match. And, uh, I mean, look, you look at So you got Dan Merle, who is a three-time champion. He's the current team's champion. He's defended titles numerous amounts of times. Now, Tom Dagnino, the manager of the Finstock Exchange, cannot be here today. And the way that it works this year, that the faction, if they do not have their manager present, that the manager can choose anyone from the faction to serve as manager. Dagnino chose Ben Bateman. So Ben Bateman, the champion, will be walking out with Dan Merle. Now, Coy Jandrew is part of the Mouthy Mercs. Obviously, he runs the faction. He will be here with both the kid, Brendan Meyer, and William Bibiani. Uh, Corey Jandrew, noted stand-up comedian, will be walking him out. Right. And, uh, right. It's exciting. I mean, what I'm really looking for in this matchup is, is somehow, because William and, and the kid work so well together, and now they're splintered off, it's almost like are we splitting boats with them and forgetting that Dan Merle can also just blow everybody out of the water. It's a great question, though. It's like we, we've seen them so many times play together, minus like an exhibition game. And complement each other's strengths. Right. So what are they going to do now that they're facing off against each other? Are they going to try to team up? Are they going to try to talk? That. You can't do that. And it's so, illegal. Like, what, what are you going to do? So, and now as you go up against uh, Merle... Now, Bibiani also has never beaten Merle. Merle beat him in a singles title defense. He beat him in the free-for-all, and he beat him in team. So that's got to be in Bibiani's head. It's probably something that maybe is motivating him here. The kid got blown out in the tournament against the champion, so he really wants to get to that title match. And Dan Merle, who wasn't even looking at the singles title, but what if? What if he gets to Atlanta to play play Bateman and can become a four-time champion? I mean, that's unheard of in this league and it's possible if anybody can do it it's Dan Merle it's nuts I got the Spirit Airlines app ready to book one of them a flight to Atlanta let's see what happens that's right and before we do it just to let everybody know for everybody watching I mentioned the free-for-all Bibiani we know he is a legend of the free-for-all he has stayed from from number one all the way to the end he did it the year before that's right and the free-for-all the free-for-all is one of our biggest events, and it happens March 21st, downtown Los Angeles. Tickets are on sale now. So you can get them. It was packed last year, over 650 people last year. We can do it again this year. Get your tickets to schmodownlive.com. All right, so with that, Mark, are you ready? I am. Uh, well, I'm going to buy my tickets for that event now. Uh, but, but for the match itself? While you do the introductions, I'll handle that. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia! Schmodown! Three rounds, the number one contender match. Introducing first. Let's go. 
kid wearing Apocalypse Now shirt. That's right. And we also saw we we also saw Koi Andrew just ran out of here, <laughs> ran as fast as he could. Athletic. Because. Athletic. And his opponent, representing the Mouthy Marks and Shazam. <laughs> Two tournaments. How we do in New York City? I am honored to be here today and just as excited as this guy right here. Man, I love New York City. Now, for my money, the two best players hard stop any category right here. I am honored, I am flattered, I am enamored. Look at this man's jacket. In his Catterday best, putting in the work. I have many tigers on my jacket! It's true, it's just true. This kid was born after most people in this room and knows more than most people in this room ever will. Absolutely incredible. And yes, we are facing one of the very rare people to beat me in a movie fight. But for me, for my money, it's like the Yankees and the Red Sox. And I know you guys are in New York, but it gets, you know. And I got to say, the Red Sox did end up winning. And I really oh, turn it. It's going to heal? Wow. It's like it's going heel. Ra- know your audience. Know your audience. You got to read the room, Christian. Yeah. I, had, I had to say it here. I had to say it here. But, guys... What are the mouthy mercs without bringing up a little bit of sass? Now these two right here, they walk the walk, they talk the talk, they know their stuff, and we're here as a faction. We've also got the incredible Mara Kanopic, who is here repping the mouthy mercs as well. I have never seen anyone like these players in any sport. What this man can do by standing for six hours and what this kid can do by standing for five hours, I cannot wait to see this today. I'm so excited to be here, and I cannot wait to see these guys somehow both win. I think they're both going to win. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right. So, Coy Jandrew. Coy Jandrew. Taking, making, making a play for his players. All right. And their 
opponent. Exchange with a record of 12 wins, five defeats, and eight knockouts. He is the reigning movie trivia showdown team champion and the three-time movie trivia showdown champion of the world. He is dangerous, Dan. Most kick-ass Jaws music I have ever yeah, heard. Really good. That's what he came into when he faced uh, Ethan Irwin. That's right. It's the way the scoreboard yeah. goes. Can we switch YouTube well, characters no, it's, around? It's oh, the way, it's the way it is. Oh, all right. You all see, right. adults have a thing called money. I know. And well, I'm just, I'm just, you know, what I've seen. Uh, we don't have a line. Boom, 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 boom. All right, that ladies and awesome. gentlemen, we have, we have all three competitors there. Round number one will start very soon. Mark, how does round one go? Uh, in this round number threat? one. It is a triple threat, Christian. Yes. Thanks for pointing that out. But round number one is going to feel like a normal round number one because the field of competitors will hear eight questions from eight different categories of movie trivia showdown know-how. Each question's worth a point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. You may not rely on your teammates' knowledge for round number one or for any round. You sure. And I, I promise you, you may not consult with your teammate Be helpful. in any round no, in this not, match. <laughs> you each have three JTE rules. Uh, if you're not sure you heard a question right, you want us to repeat it by yourself some time for dramatic purposes. Use a JTE rule. Once we ask the question, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer. You gentlemen have been here before. The crowd's been here before. I think they know how to do this. All right. Well, then I ask, I will start with Dan Merle. Dan, are you ready? Let's do this. The kid, are you ready? I'm ready. Mr. William Bibiani. It's hot up here, it is sweaty up here, and that means I'm ready for a three-way. <laughs> then let's get ready to Schmodown! All right, here we go. Round number one, three rounds. Here we go, the first, first category. Action adventure, action adventure. Who was the star in the martial arts action films Fist of Fury and The Way of the Dragon. You a uh, 
I know you like watching the uh, the MMA and stuff. You a martial artist? You I ever am? take a oh. karate? Oh, I, my daughter has taken way more lessons than I have. I'll tell you that. Yeah, she can beat the crap out of both. Absolutely. Of them. And five, four, three, two, one. We start with Dan. Bruce Lee. Yes, the kid. Bruce Lee. Yes, and William. The incomparable Bruce Lee. There we go. All right, that's number one. All right. Your next question. In the world of 90s movies, movies that were released in the 1990s, what music star played a psychotic character named Bishop in the 1992 crime thriller Juice? It's <laughs> <laughs> not True really story. the right, yelling right answer, so no, it's that's fine. fine. That's okay. we'll, we'll allow it. <laughs> and five, four, three, two, one, we start with Brandon. Tupac? Yes. And William. William. Oh, uh, Tupac Shakur. Yes. And Dan? Tupac Shakur. There you go. Tie game. All right. All right. Here we go. Next category is dramas, gentlemen. Dramas. Who played Mary Poppins author P.L. Travers in Saving Mr. Banks? Where do you stand on Mary Poppins? Would you hire to babysit your kids? Who'd you rather have, her or Chris Parker from Adventures in Babysitting? Oh, Mary Poppins. She's very, very... It's an incorrect answer. Five. Four. Take the kids to Detroit. Three. Two. One. And we start with William. Yes, everyone's favorite film about how a corporation heroically destroyed a woman's <laughs> art, Emma Thompson. That's correct. <laughs> Did you write all that down? Uh, Dan. Uh, what Bibiani said, Emma Thompson. <laughs> and Brendan. Emma Thompson. Look at this. Tie game all the way around. Tie game all the way around. All right, next question, Mark. Next question is in the world of new releases. These are films that have been released fairly soon, uh, back then. Who plays Neil Armstrong? Who plays Neil Armstrong in the film First Man? <laughs> well, Burnett just got this wrong in the locker room. <laughs> Five... <laughs> Four, three, two, one. Dan. Are you going to ask me the whole cast of this movie? <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Correct. You got that one right, though. Uh, Brandon Meyer. For me, uh, Ryan Gosling. Yes, and William. Uh, Ryan Gosling, and I drew a little goose in a bow tie. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Nice. All right. Uh, Robert Meyer Burnett just texted me Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. All right, next one. All right, here we go. This is fantasy sci-fi, fantasy sci-fi. Who played Army Colonel Jack O'Neill in 1994's Stargate? You were watching the first match. It helps to study the matches. You got to look at the last match. Yeah. Right? It helps. You got to put the work in. Well, they didn't know that was going to come up, the writers. You know, they didn't know. We could have so changed it. I just turned into my mother. Five, four... They didn't know. Three. It's really our fault. Two. It's I blame the reader of the question. One. And we start with uh, Brendan. I hope it's Kurt Russell. <laughs> yes. And William. Kurt Russell says, yes. what the hell? Kurt, yes. Kurt all right. There we go. So it was a good, you're, you're all welcome. You're all welcome. <laughs> Sixth question coming up. All right. Your next question is in the world of animated movies. These are movies drawn by hand or on a computer. Which actress provides the voice of weather girl Sam Sparks? in the film Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Oh, look at the kid. Your, uh, your wife 
famous for making delicious uh, meatballs. Oh, I was going to say, you, you answered my wife. I said, it's not the answer wife. is your wife. There's uh, some voiceover on the side. Five. Four. When she's not ironing the three, pants that you forgot to take with you. Two. One. Pens down, please. And we start with William. Anna Ferris? Yes. Yes! I got it wrong. And, I didn't know it. No, Dan didn't have it. Yeah, and, and the kid didn't have it. So only William gets it. Wow. Wow. William Bibiani takes the first point. All right, he takes the first one. That's big. All right, there you go. All right. Is that me? Okay. All right, here we go. Horror Thriller is your seventh horror thriller. Which film in the Scream franchise takes place mainly in Hollywood during the filming of a Stab sequel? Take it easy. How many of these things have there been? Eight? I don't care. Five? Nine? Four? Three? Seventy-two is the answer. Two? One? Pens down. Dan? Scream three? Yes. And Brendan? Scream three. Yes. William? Uh, the woefully underrated Scream three, and I drew a ghost face. Wow. So William Bibiani still perfect here. So where we stand now, William Bibiani has a chance for a perfect round. If he gets this right, he, he and only he will get a bonus question. Here we go, Mark. Uh, number eight is a Thank Patreon you. question from Andy Schick. How about a big hand for Andy Schick? Not using his razors anymore, but thank you, Andy. Andy wanted a question in the category of comedies. <laughs> one guy in the back putting a lot of gusto. You hear that? Your last question in round number one in the world of yuck yucks. In Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Name one of the two actresses that play Alice and Tatiana who answer their ad and accompany them to Hawaii. You don't need to oh, specify wait, oh, is this not the, who played oh, what sorry. character. Yeah, no, it's not the bonnet. Oh, I thought that was... Sorry. I'm a good thing I was paying attention. My gosh. What? Sorry. Uh, they didn't ask about the two girls. Five. Can I ask for a repeat? Four. Oh, I got it. I got it. Three. Two. One. Pens down, please. And we start with Brandon. Anna Kendrick. Yes. And William. Aubrey Plaza? Yes. And Dan. Aubrey Plaza. Yes. All right. So William gets a perfect round. William Bibiani, once again, in his career, pulls off another perfect round. He's got, I don't know, I gotta ask Frankie, but I'm sure that's yet another one in the record books for William Bibiani. All right, so William, William, this is for you and only you. Thank you. Here's your bonus. You do not have to write this down. You simply have to answer it. Okay, wait, wait, wait. All right, here we go. This iconic actress starred opposite Cary Grant and Jimmy Stewart in the classic 1940 film, The Philadelphia Story. Catherine Hepburn. For one more point, William Bibiani. Perfect round all the way through. Nine to seven to seven. He finds himself two points over both Dan Merle and the kid. Round I mean, two, Mark, how's that go? You know, Bibiani, nine points, it's, that's the headline, but the other two, seven points, they're no slouches either. No, so it's big. Still anyone's ballgame. We've seen Dan come back from this before, so let's see what happens here. The wheel round is now being initiated, thanks to Mr. Ben Goddard, one more time for Ben bringing the wheel. <laughs> Just never going to run away from that, is it? In round number two. 
Each competitor gets a spin at the wheel. Once you settle on a category, you're going to hear four questions from said category. Each question is worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. Because this is a triple threat match, the way it works is if you are not being asked the question, Keep your whiteboard, keep your marker, write down your best attempt at an answer in case the opportunity to steal should arise. Then we will ask you by name to reveal your answer at the same time you verbalize it into the microphone, a lot like round number one. Uh, Dan Merle is sitting right there. Actually, he's standing, but William Bibiani is way down there, and he has the lead, nine points. Do you want to spin first, William, or would you like to defer? Thanks for making that weird mark. Uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, defer to my opponent. All right, so he is going to defer to Dan Merle. But Dan can defer if he would like to. It's like a white elephant party. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to defer to Brendan. Right, so there you go. Brendan Meyer will spin first. All right. And I defer <laughs> to Robert Meyer Burnett. All right. So the kid is going to spin first. And here's the spin. As Ken Knapsack says, the spin is in. The spin is in. Round and round it goes, Christian. And it is Middle Earth. Middle Earth. Earth. Do you want to keep it? Or you want to keep spin that, again? Brendan? You think you should? No. Yeah. All right. Spinning away from it. What's spin again. It? Spin again. Okay. Let's really test them, this wheel. Spin again. Horror. Horror. Horror movie. All right, here we go. That's good for William. That's good for William. Oh, come on, wheel. That is good for William. So here we go. Horror, right. horror movies. All right. All right, Mark, you'll be asking the questions here in horror. All right, Brendan. Four question in the world of horror movies, which I have just been told still give you nightmares. <laughs> I don't even watch them. So I'm just, oh, I'm just One day I'm you'll just be old enough. All right, here we go. So the way it works for the steal for you guys, make sure that when the question is being asked, you write... What are you doing? I'm just I just told him that. I just we, want to make got, sure that it, we, there was we a just told, You weren't listening to my rules. You never listened rules. to my rules. Isn't and it this, nice? Now we have don't to do it in front of the nice? kids. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm just grateful that these guys know it's my first schmodown. Yeah. That's great. Is it the audience's first schmodown, William? Okay, here we go. Uh, I am going to turn this car around. Uh, back to the child with horror. Um, <laughs> Brendan, for two points, yeah. Haley Joel Osment can see dead people in End Night Shyamalan's The Sixth Sense. Ah. Who plays his mother, Lynn Sear, in the film? Tony Collette. Two points. Uh, All right. Oscar for Tony. Yes, thank you. All right. All right, here's it was last year. Let's get over it. Um, Brendan, for two more points, what horror film stars Karen Gillan as a woman trying to exonerate her brother who was convicted for murder by proving the crime was caused by a supernatural mirror? Wait, what? <laughs> uh, and five? I, 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 I am going to go multiple choice on this. You know, I just, can, I got to be safe. I can't be. It's, is it A, mirrors? B, Oculus? C, Shattered Glass, or D, The Broken? Oculus. One point. And that wasn't what I thought it was, so I'm glad I went multiple choice. All right, here's the uh, third. Your penultimate question in round number two. In 13 Ghosts, F. Murray Abraham's character dies, leaving his home to Arthur, his nephew, and a widower with two children, played by which Galaxy Quest actor? Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Good, good, good pull by the kid. 
Good pull by the kid. All right, Brandon. One more question in round number two. Valak is the name of this demon who possesses a little girl in this 2016 horror film. Could you, could you repeat the question? Certainly. Uh, for JTE rule, Valak is the name of this demon who possesses a little girl in this 2016 horror film. Five. Yeah, I'm going to have to do multiple choice. Four. can provide that. Is it A, The Conjuring 2, B, Lights Out, C, Blair Witch, or D, The Devil's Dolls? Blair Witch? That is incorrect. Oh, no, no, no. So for a one-point steal, we're going to ask Dan. William, have give you written your attempt? But give them the multiples. Mm. I don't need it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, darn it. I'm good. Yeah. And your attempt is? Conjuring 2. That is correct. William? It's the Conjuring 2, although I don't think Valak actually possesses her. <laughs> oh. So that might actually I mean, be if a, it's not, That might be worth challenging. I don't, know, I don't know if my manager wants to challenge that, because I think... Valak is actually haunting Vera Farmiga, and the little girls are actually uh, being haunted by, by the Enfield poltergeist. Wow. How much of a move, smart move that is, Hold I have on. no one idea. One second, we'd I like mean, a one second to confirm that we want to challenge are you, are you this. Are you challenge? No, you can't, you can't look it up, you're not going to challenge right. it. That's not, how, that's not how it works. <laughs> I think you should challenge it. Challenge it. Challenge it for Brandon. You're going to put challenge in the challenge. Challenge it for Brandon. All right, the challenge is in here by... Coy, can you come here and challenge us? What is the official challenge? Pretty Confident. Please don't curse in front of the children that are here. Thank I you so apologize. much. I apologize. I didn't know it was written. We are coming back. Thanks to everybody who enjoyed that commercial. Um, we have uh, conferred up here, and we are going to rule that William Bibiani is correct in his challenge. The nun Valak did not actually possess the little girl. And so now we have to backtrack, because that was a question that was asked originally to Brendan Meyer. So what we're going to do is ask Brendan another question for his last one in the world of horror movies. So unfortunately for Brendan, he has to go back to the scary movieville one more time. All right. So. All right. All right. I got my holy water. <laughs> You don't need to worry about Valak. That only possesses adults. Um, in the film... Yeah, I keep my challenge. Yes, he does keep... William keeps his challenge. In the film Shaun of the Dead, which actor plays Philip, Shaun's stepfather? You know what? I, I can't... I can't... I, I have to be honest. I got... I did get this question. Oh, for God's sakes. And it I, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right, Every, all right, all right. Bill Nye! Thank you. We, so let me no, don't challenge because we made an announcement on the thing that every question that we've used in the past can come back in previous matches. That counts. Stop challenging. Announcement. That counts. I was trying to be good, but that counts. Here we go. All right. That counts. Authoritative. You can come you can come on. It's his time. That counts, now. Ben. You can't. That counts. Come on, man. He's coming up. Come for, on, man. That counts. Very specifically. That counts. No, that counts, Ben. What do you ask? What are you coming up for? That counts because you're putting Middle Earth on the wheel. That counts. Come on. Come on, you're putting Middle Earth on the wheel. That counts. Come on. We already announced. Let's have it. We already announced. We already announced. We already announced that this whole season would be coming back. So. 
right, ladies so, and gentlemen. Gets heated. It gets heated. Welcome to the movie I Trivia Schmodown. It. it gets heated. Uh, Brendan Meyer is currently up 14 yeah. to 9 to 7. So now, William, it is up to you. Would you like to spin or defer to Dan? I will defer to Dan Merle. Thank you for furthering extending the match. Dan Merle with his spin. Here we go. Back at it. Spin again. Spin again. Two spins. Two spins for Dan. Round and round it goes. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. All right. She is a popular actress. Yeah. You can confer with them. Popular actress. Natalie Portman. Would no. you take it? Would you keep it? Depends. On, I mean, you know, Dan definitely knows. Uh, the question is, what else on the wheel? Yeah. You know? It's what else? It's like, what else is he aiming for? Like he says, is it, it's, it's slice something here. But you've got to make a decision here in, in five seconds here, Dan, if you're going to keep it or not. Five. Going to keep it? Going to keep Natalie keep Portman. It. All right, here we go. So we're going to get right. four questions in Natalie Portman. Here we go. Natalie! Natalie! All right. Natalie! Here we go. Question number one. Question number one, Dan. Natalie Portman makes an appearance in which Michael Mann film? Heat. Correct for two points. All right. It's your movie. That's right. That's your film. Question two. Natalie Portman plays the warrior Isabel in this 2011 comedy. Your Highness. Yes. For two more points. Right. It's a very funny movie. Yeah. All right. This next question here. Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac star in this 2018 drama. Annihilation. Yes. And the fourth wow. question. Natalie Portman makes a cameo as the president's daughter in which 90s comedy? Mars Attack. For two more points, wow. Dan Merle. 15 points on the board big now. Move. So you got 15 points here. 15 Takes the lead. to 14 to 9. Yeah, so now Dan has a perfect second round. Puts himself in a good spot here because William Bibiani has to spin. So now Bibiani spinning. Dan Merle has a great second round. And now Bibbs takes the spin. All right, Bibbs figuring out his strategy for the spin. There it goes. Round and round. Oscars. Oscar, Oscar movies. movies. Yeah, I'll take it. He's going to keep it. I'll gonna take keep it. Oscar. All right. All right, William, I'll be asking you your Oscar questions. Your first of four in this category for two points. Warren Beatty has been nominated in over four different Oscar categories. For which one has he won his only Oscar? Just need the category. Best director. That is correct. For the movie Red. Two points. Uh, Moving on, William, in the world of Oscars, Jeff Bridges has been nominated for an Academy Award seven times. What film got him his first nomination? His first nomination? Five, four, three, Two. Last American Hero. That is incorrect. So for a two-point steal, uh, Brendan and Dan can write down the yeah, attempt, but you may not ask for multiple choice because William did not yeah, offer I got it. Dan? The Last Picture Show? Correct. Ah. The Last Picture Show. Wow. So both go oh, up God. there on Bibiani there. 
So it's now 17, 16, 11. It's a big steal. Big steal. Big steal. It's a big steal, but William does have two questions left in the world of Oscars. Uh, William, your penultimate question in this round. Who received Best Director nomination for the classic films A Foreign Affair, Stalag 17, and Witness for the Prosecution? Billy Wilder. Two points. All right. So nice job. William has 17 one more. to 16 to now 13. And your last question, William. In the world of the Oscars. Name this best picture winning film on the synopsis. A young nurse tends to a badly burned plane crash victim. The English patient. There you go. Flashback <laughs> right, so, reveal his involvement in a fateful love affair. That but is at correct. the end of the second round now, now Dan Merle's in charge. 17, 16, 15. Now the managers can confer. Look at this. The managers can confer. This is the magic that we Coy, Coy, you, Coy, you got to confer with your guys. You can't, not as a team, but separately. Okay, so 17, 16, 15. As we get to round number three here. This is what we expected. Yeah. Maybe we we thought we'd get here a little quicker, but we're here, round number three, and it's as close as it could possibly be, yeah. unless it's tied. So only the kid has used the repeat. Only the kid has used the repeat. So now the champ walks off, and now we have Dan Merle, Meyer, and Bibiani. 17, 16, 15. Crazy score here. All right, give me the rules for round number three. The third and final round. In round number three. Great match so far. The field of competitors is each going to give us a series of numbers. We need three numbers from each competitor. These numbers can range from 1 to 20. You may not pick the same number as one of your competitors. Each number corresponds to a different category of movie, trivia, schmodown, know-how. The first question you hear is worth two points. Your next one's worth three points. Your last one, should we make it that far, is worth five points. As soon as you may not mathematically win the game, you are eliminated. So, Dan Merle, because you have a one-point lead over the kid and a two-point lead over William Bibiani, you may select your numbers first from 1 to 20. Which three ones do you like best? Eight, one, and 16. All right. Eight, one, and 16 for Merle, for the kid. Uh, two, nine, and four. Two, nine, and four for the kid and for, the, for William. Uh, seven, three, and 19. Seven, three, and 19 for William. William will go first here with the two-pointer, and that's category number seven for William. I'll get that. For William Bibiani. <laughs> All right. Were you Here flabbergasted we... by that? Yes, drug? I was. You like that. I remember that. All right, William, Pixar. Okay. What was Pixar's third theatrically released film that was released in 1999? Toy Story 2. Yes, sir. All right. So he ties Merle. So now Meyer will go. Brendan Meyer will go, Mark, and he chose uh, category number two. He did, and that corresponds to, it's certainly a category your teammates are great at, Oscar movies. Oscar films. And for two points, Brendan, the question, what actor won Best Actor in 19... is the 89 Oscars, but the film came out in 1988 for his role in Rain Man? Oh. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, you're going to... Just give it to him right at the end there. Correct. All right, so now we go to Dan Merle. Now we go to Dan Merle, who... Dan Merle gets category eight... 90s movies, Dan. Mm -hmm. 90s movies. In the film Jurassic Park, who plays the park owner, John Hammond? 
Sir Richard Attenborough. Yes, sir. Two uh, more whoa, points. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang right. on. Hang on one second. What? No, no, no. You don't know Yeah. Uh, I want to challenge this, actually, because he is not Sir Richard Attenborough. Oh. He is Lord oh, Richard Attenborough. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. If you put it in there, it should be accurate. Okay. And that's not accurate. The challenge is in. Are you like, are you challenging? It changes their name. Ladies and gentlemen, we have conferred. We're going to let it slide. We're going to let it slide. Never mind. Wait, no, you're already challenged. You I'm not challenged. I'm, I'm rejecting the challenge. You can't it's reject fine. it. You put, it's the, fine. you put the challenge in. The challenge is in. Okay. The challenge is Was in. Was he Sir Richard Attenborough? You put the challenge the in. The challenge is in, and it has been overruled. The answer is Richard Attenborough. We accept Sir Richard Attenborough as an answer, and we move on with our lives. So I'm Sir Lord Richard Attenborough so is nine, fine with so that. So 19, 18, 17. 19, 18, 17. And now, Christian, it pinballs back to William Bibiani, who now has to answer his three-point question. Yeah, William needs to hit the three-pointer here. All right, here we go. Here we go. Famous actors and actresses, William. Mm -hmm. Here we go. All right. This 1980s action superstar was originally considered for the role of Axel Foley in Beverly Hills Cop. Sylvester Stallone. Yes, for three points. All right, All right. William Bibiani back in the lead. Yeah. And so, we keep seeing, it's like a three-way seesaw. So the 19 Dan has, 19? All right, so. Thank you. 20 to 19 to 18. And right, now we so go now, on to Brendan, who's the got kid three-pointer. All right, Brendan, you selected number nine, which is an odd number. <laughs> And Three it corresponds is that the is it to the world of romantic comedies. What? Which one? Because it's originally considered as conjecture. It's casting news. It's not doing the research. Okay, do, do you want to initiate that challenge? But the category is famous actors and actors. Is Sylvester Stallone ever said that? Okay, all right. Yeah. I understand. Challenge is in. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back, and boy, do I like challenges. <laughs> well, um, well. The challenge uh, was originally brought up because it's, it's, it's casting news. Uh, it, maybe it's some sort of conjecture. Um, however, it is the ruling of the judges that it is related to movies in some capacity, and so we will allow the question to be asked Damn. and the points to be awarded. So the challenge is overruled. Damn. So 19, 18, 20, no, Brendan Meyer, Brendan Meyer now, Brendan Meyer has category number nine. Go ahead, Mark. All right. Brendan Meyer. Once again, you selected number nine. I said it was an odd number. We had a good laugh. And then I said romantic comedies is the category. And your question for three points. Which 1995 romantic comedy was written, directed, and stars Billy Crystal and co-stars Deborah Winger? Five, four, three. Uh, repeat the question. I can do that. Second Which one. 1995 rom-com was written, directed, and stars Billy Crystal and co-stars Deborah Winger? Originally, they were going to have Stallone. Uh, forget Paris? Wow. Wow, he got it. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. Three points. So, Brennan Meyer, Brennan Meyer now forces the three-pointer to Dan Merle. Dan Merle now gets a three-pointer. 
This is fun, man. Yeah. So many lead changes. This is exactly like a college basketball game in March Madness because there's so many lead changes and there's a timeout every 20 it's seconds. 20. Was it 20? 19. 19. 21. 20. So Dan Merle now he hits his three pointer. Yep. All right, Dan, you chose category one: famous actors and actresses. <laughs> Owen Wilson has been directed by Wes Anderson six times. Name three of them. You have 20 seconds. Name three of them. The Royal Tenenbaums, the Darjeeling Limited, and Bottle Rocket. Correct. Dan Merle now goes up 22, 21, 20. So William Bibiani needs to hit his five-pointer to stay in the game. William Bibiani needs to hit his five-pointer to stay in the game. If he does Thank not, you everybody. if he does not, then he will be eliminated. Thank you. I love you too. All right, here we go, Mark. He Thank chose you. category nineteen. Everyone's so nice tonight. Thank you so he, uh, much. He chose category nineteen. Uh, William, this corresponds to the world of spy movies. Okie dokie. Spy movies. Hmm. Was it Spy Kids? And your question for five points and the lead for now hmm. in the film Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. What is the name of the international terrorist organization led by Solomon Lane? To stay in the game. Five, four, three, two. Can I go with my gut? The syndicate. Wow! He got it! Five points! Wow! Wow! Big move. So he puts himself 25 now because Dan has what? How many does Dan have? How many does Dan have? 22. Dan has 22. Bibiani, 25. Meyer needs to hit his five. If Meyer hits his five, he will eliminate Bibiani. All right. All right. The kid you chose, kid, you chose number four. If you hit this, William is eliminated. Oh, if you well, miss, I can't beat if him. you I miss, have to say it like that. If you miss, <laughs> you are eliminated. Oh, that's so, even worse. Here we go. All right, here Not we go. in our hearts, Brendan. All Never right. in our hearts. All right, Brendan. Here we go. Fantasy sci-fi is your category. Okay. Fantasy sci-fi. All right. In the film Blade Runner 2049, who plays Sapper Morton, who's a Nexus 8 monocle replicant that Kay is sent to retire at the beginning of the film? Dave Bautista. That is correct. Wow. And with that, wow. William Bibiani has been eliminated. What a performance. Wow, though. great performance by the kid. Knocking out his teammate. And you get eliminated? Are you kidding Crazy. me? Crazy. Crazy. Very nuts. Wow. All right. Wow. All right. Here we go. Yeah, All right, nice, so nice that's... ovation for William Bibiani. There is uh, still some business at hand, and that would be yeah. Dan Merle now has a five-point question to win the game. That's right. If Dan Merle hits this, he has 27 points, and that means he goes on to play his faction mate for the title. However, if he misses it, <laughs> the kid, Brendan Meyer, will be going to Atlanta to be playing the champion who beat him in the tournament last year. All right, Mark, he chose... Number 16. That's right, and Joe Montana's legendary number corresponds to movie quotes. Oh, God. Movie quotes. Five. 
crowd's not a fan of movie quotes. <laughs> no. Let's see if Dan Murrow is. Dan, your question for the five points and the win. What 1989 romantic comedy features the line, I gave her my heart, she gave me a pen? He's got him. Say anything. And your winner! Ladies and gentlemen, dangerous Dan Murrow! Dan Murrow is the number one contender again, and boy did he have to earn it today. William Viviani and the kids put on a hell of a They took it all the way down to the wire, and Merle ends up winning it. Wow. Yeah. So now we see. Now we see Dan Merle versus the boss in Atlanta, February 29th. Dan Merle, Ben Bateman going at the title. Wow. What a fight that was. All the way through. Mark, we're going to ask you guys to step down. We'll bring you up in just a second. In a second, we'll bring you guys way on the side there, and... Wow, an incredible um, matchup on paper. You have Dan Murrow, you have the kid, and you have William Viviani. You know they're great players, but can they do it on the biggest stages against each other? They prove once and for all, yes, they can. Dan Murrow edging out both members of Shazam. And now to conduct the post-game interviews, please join me in welcoming to the stage Kate Mulligan! The manager of the den is here today. Hey! Hi! Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love, I love you, Kyle. Um, you, you guys, you can just start calling me pale, frumpy Jen Sturger. That's fine. That could, you guys can call me that. All right, are you guys? How, what about that match? Woo! Was that a number one contender match or was that a number one contender match? First up, I've got to talk to Shazam as a team. Shazam, come on up here. Both Bibiani and Brendan, come on up, come on up. What a match. Give what a, a match hand. for these Give guys. Give him a hand. It really was a hell of a match. Come on up. Amazing. Look at this. Look at the reaction. Bibs, Bibs, I'm coming, I'm coming to you first. All right. Bibs, I am coming to you first. Hi. I'm, hi. How, how are you? I'm doing really good. How are you? Oh, That's the, good. yeah, good. Weekend. <laughs> I'm having a great weekend. Okay. Bibs, you had a challenge in this, and it actually helped your teammate pass you in round two. And then your teammate knocked you out. Talk to me about what you're feeling right now. Well, he didn't actually knock me out. He just beat me. But that's fine. And I'm actually so proud of you because um, that was a misleading question. And I'm really, really glad that I was able to uh, get him one that, you know, wasn't misleading. Yes. And that's, that's why I got it wrong. Because I was misled. Not because I didn't know. 
I named this faction so perfectly. Like, this is this mouthy Mark Assembly. Like, these guys. Like, I love how well they work together. Like, what an incredible duo. I just, I'm so proud of them, guys. What an, and what an actor. Uh, we all know. He's a professional actor. That was, I believed every word of that. So, the other thing I want to ask you, babes. You've lost to Dan Merle. He is, do you feel like he is your kryptonite? You have only lost to him. I've, I've lost to some and, people, actually. And quite, no. badly. <laughs> quite badly, I've lost. I'm saying when you're playing. <laughs> okay, well. I think, I think I, I don't know if, see, if it's kryptonite, I think uh, it would only affect one person. But I think, you know, if it just affects everybody, it's just a deadly weapon. <laughs> and so you are considering Dan Merle a deadly weapon in the Schmodown. Yeah, no, I think, I think actually he needs to be registered with the government and only used... <laughs> In self-defense. I don't think this is actually fair to just unleash him onto people like, you know, good-natured, nice human beings like, like the, the folks of us here in the Murthy Mouse. Look at this face. He's so nice. How could you dare borrow this? Well, you heard it here first. Bibiani has created the verb to Dan Merle something. All right, we're going to the kid. Brendan, how are you feeling right now? You had an awesome, awesome match. Tell me, tell me how you're feeling. I mean, it's a whole 20 points more than the last time I played singles. So I feel, I feel pretty good. You know what? I'm of two minds about it. I, I learned a very valuable lesson today. Uh, I had written Tina Fey on the cloudy with a chance of meatballs thing. And it's just the first thing that came into my head. And, it, you know, it's funny because, like, I didn't... I, it's not like something I should have known, but I, I could have tried harder to picture that IMDb. So that's... I got to make sure I'm just a little harder on myself when I'm up here as far as thinking through things uh, if I have some doubt. That being said, uh, you know, my partner was good enough to challenge, and then I got a question that I already got and got wrong last time. So... Uh, so, 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 uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's all a roller coaster. Uh, and um, so, but you know what? I'm very happy uh, to have put up that score. And uh, I, it was so fun to get to be a part of this match. And look, I, I think I actually have way more self-belief uh, than ever before. Uh, As you should. I, I, uh, I, uh, you know, you're... We're playing the best in the league now, and there's no guarantee that you'll ever be able to win these matches. You know what I mean? Because you're up against the very, very best. Um, but, man, I'm not, I'll be honest. Part of me wasn't sure I'd ever score 26 points in the Schmodown. So knowing that there's a possibility for that... Uh, Jan January 25th, baby. You did it. You did it today. Coy, talk to me about what you feel like this means for the combination of these two this upcoming season. I mean, between them, this, was, this couldn't have been closer. Like, this was a beautiful thing separately. So the, I've never been more confident with them together because if they can do this on their own, the way they work even separately as a team, like, they were playing. Like, it was, it was, like, I mean, look at this. It was so hard to confer with them separately, and I had to, but I was like, they're my boys. So I just, I love how well they either win or learn. It's, it's a win or learn game. And this was every example of that. And I was so impressed throughout. And I, I got, like, three. So, frankly, I was just like, I was just, these guys, they're incredible. Can I say one thing? I just want to say, because... <laughs> it helps me, because otherwise, I don't have it up here. Uh, I, I just want to say one thing, because I've made a joke of it, because it's fun, too. But I, I do really want to thank Bibbs for making that challenge. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, I, 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 that was a really great sign of sportsmanship, and uh, I, I'm really happy that you supported me in that way, and thank you very, very much. That's 
Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Shazam and the Mouthy Marks. What a show. It really was. Thank you really so was. much, guys. That's got to be the best triple threat we've ever seen. Well, it's, it's the best triple threat. Speaks to Brendan. Are, you guys, you, know. are you guys ready to get Dan Merled? <laughs> Here he is, your number one contender, Dan Some guy I don't know. All right, I've got something for you. Michael Jordan. Abraham Lincoln. Dan Merle. Dan, you have won the singles belt three times. You are heading to Atlanta on February 1st. To... to 20, 20, February, February yesterday. <laughs> Sometime in February. Check the website. <laughs> February. <laughs> to, to compete against your faction, mate. How are you feeling for your fourth belt? How are you feeling? I mean, I love New York. What, what else can I say? <laughs> defeated Ethan Irwin. What does it mean to you to come back to the stage and to Dan Merle, somebody else? <laughs> uh, it, it, means, it means so much. Um, God, good God, this... Uh, you guys are, like, these are, like, my two best favorite matches. This, this, this room and this, this crowd, there's something... I can't even put my finger on it, by the way. Probably extra emotional when considering it was your lady Mara that was going to be competing here. Talk to me about what that's meant to step in uh, and take and have this match here uh, sort of in her place. I mean, uh, this is great and I'm, and I'm excited to, to play this guy, but you know, um, if, I could, if I could snap my fingers and have her here, um, I'd do it in a second. Very nice. Uh, it was pointed out to me. <laughs> It was pointed out to me by the amazing Frank that you just got 27 points, which ties William Bibiani's record. What do you have to say about that? He's going to kill me. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to Dan Merle you? Mm. But William, but you heard it here first. William Bibiani is going to Dan Merle, Dan Merle. Uh, ben, that is your name, right, sir? <laughs> ben Bateman, you're... Currently holds the belt. Gonna be fighting in Atlanta. You're gonna be you're gonna be fighting in Atlanta against your faction, mate. What are you feeling right now? Look, if you want to be the best of all time, you know exactly what you have to do. And this guy is the best of all time. So Atlanta is gonna be a special day. And uh, you know, obviously we, we found that we worked very well together. The preparation for this match was really exciting, but I know what I have to do, and I know how I want to end this season, so Atlanta's in my, it's in my sights. And uh, I have to say, knowing that he got Natalie Portman in the, in the wheel round, that was something that you guys had gone over. That's something that you had worked on him with. How did that feel for you to see, to see him dominate Natalie Portman? Well, okay, that came out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, 
no, 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 no. Don't you dare. Okay, okay, let me try that. How did it feel? How did it feel for you to see him bend Natalie Portman? No, I'm just kidding. How did it feel for you to, have, to see him do so well in that Natalie Portman round? I think the best players all learn something from each other. I learned things from, from John Roca. I've learned things from Oyama. I've learned things from Dan. I'm sorry, fourth round Roca? Yeah. <laughs> the second best of all time, John Roca. And, uh, you know, Dan and I worked on this, and I had a theory, and uh, it just so happened that it played out in, in the favor of that theory. But that's what you do. When you're, when you're in the best faction of all time, you work together to get those wins, and I was proud to see him win, so. Back to you. Champ, number one contender. I'll tell you, everyone should be so lucky. You know, Bobby, Bobby Gucci couldn't be here. This guy. We are so lucky Bobby Gucci couldn't be here. We are so lucky. We are so, so lucky. Thank you, guys. This guy was a kick-ass manager. And you know what? I got texts from my manager back in L.A. I, obviously with Ben. I got texts from Riley. I got texts from Roca. I got BC here. We got everyone that's new to this team and this faction. We got the Barbarian and Gray and Mike and everyone else. And I am so effing thrilled and excited to play this season. Last question. Do you think the Finstock Exchange is going to Dan Merle the league? Hey, we're keeping the belt no matter what, so... Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, oh! You know, Kate, when you're part of the Finstock Exchange, you're wealthy, you can afford a challenge. So that's what the season is. Thank you. I wouldn't expect anything less. Ladies and gentlemen, your number one contender, Dan Moe! Thank you, Kate Mulligan, ladies and gentlemen. Kate Mulligan. Give it up for Kate. So, so much there, Mark. So much that just happened not only look first of all you got to give a big shout to what shazam just pulled off because they pushed i mean merle again he had to last time when he beat Irwin, he had to score a perfect game in order to beat shazam he had to tie william bibiani's triple threat record uh he had to he gets pushed to the limit and that's what he did because william bibiani fought back in that fifth rounder he he went through because you've seen him in the past with a five rounder and where he just maybe he, he doesn't know it and he's like i'm not sure but he dug deep and he hit that five and he made brendan really work to knock him out of the of that particular round so and Meyer he came into this the super underdog and showed once again that's a future champion I challenge nothing of what you just said don't challenge it please don't challenge it. and more so I feel like that is such a great initiation to the new era to this season to season seven because you saw a match like that that's what you're going to be getting all season long from all sorts of competitors this is just the start of it my friend it is. And, I mean, that's the thing now because you look at Atlanta. That was the thing. February 29th, we have our main event. We have the card. You have Emily Rose Jacobson in the, in, in the undercard going up against Alex Damon in the first inner geekdom match that he's ever played. And she is going to try because this is a big match for Emily Rose Jacobson. If she can beat Alex Damon in his first one, that puts a lot of spotlight. She'll be 2-1. That would be another big win for the Finstock Exchange who picked her up in the draft. And, but the main event. The main event now, Ben Bateman, who has said time and time again that he wants to be the best in the league. What a way to prove it, where you're going up against the three-time champion. But by the way, has never lost in a live event, has never lost when he was going for the title. So this is Ben Bateman's biggest challenge, bar none. And the fact that Dan Merle could walk out of Atlanta that soon and become a four-time 
champion. It's it's insane. I we're booking that guy a lot of hotels and a lot we of flights really this are, year. Yeah. I uh, suspect. And when you look at Dan Merle versus Ben Bateman, like Christian said, those tickets are on sale right now and on sale right now. The free for all in March in Los Angeles, Atlanta, L.A. A lot of live excitement that we're going to be announcing soon. And then we have some matches to premiere upcoming in the next few weeks. So uh, we're we're going to be busy. It's, we're going to be very busy. Not and you'll be able sleep. to find the schedule. A lot of people have been asking, like, where's the new schedule for the season? You, you go to the SchmodownAlive.com. The schedule will be out very, very soon of all the new matches. We have announced some matches that are coming up, some of those, like Jeff Snyder versus Ethan Irwin. That's right. John Roca versus Paul Oyama. Big match there, too. There's a lot of matches that are coming out. Corruption versus the family. There are a lot of big matches coming down the pike here. So make sure that you keep checking. If you haven't joined the Facebook group, for those people watching in the live stream, it's a very active community on the Facebook group. Go to Facebook group. Find the Schmodown group. Find us. If you're not a patron, if you want to become a patron, you should. There's going to be a lot of live streaming this season. We talked about at the beginning, the, the deal that we have now, the, the new partnership that we have with Skybound. You're going to see a lot more live streaming events this season. So check it out, ladies and gentlemen. It's all thanks thank to these you. people. But it's I all thanks. I mean, I, I'm, am I great? Yes, of course. We all know that I'm special. You are. In a way that, that few people on earth have ever been. Yes. But the most special reason, the only reason we're here, is because of these fine people that are in this room. It the is. The community that's watching us across. They, not only have they helped build the Schmodown to what it's become, they're the only reason I've not yet deleted Facebook. That's true. Well, it really is. Mark's not wrong. It's about community. We said it the other day on SCN Live, and we say it here again, too. This is the best community ever. It is so, it is so strong. It is so incredible, and because of it, we are, intent- we are able to build, and it's one of the reasons that we're able to build the way we are this season is because of you. So, and th- before we go, I'd like to give a shout-out to our crew here today who really made this thing happen. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Noah. Thank you, all you guys. Really, really, Ben, PJ, the whole crew really, really on PC. Everyone, Megan, Megan, who's a, who's a saint. So many people, if I forgot you, I'll, I'll mention you again on SCN Live, I promise. But, but thank you so much. Really pulled off the event. Thank you to the Roulette Theater, and thank you guys so what a way to start the season ladies and gentlemen movie trivia schmodown season seven that's mark ellis i'm christian harloff we will see you this season Spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney. Make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. Everybody.